You already know what time it is. It is truth scriptures time. We've been working so hard on truth scriptures. It's consumed our entire being to get these scriptures out to the world. And then another time is the time for you to call on the name of Yahuwah truly, to have no doubt in your mind, to be able to know that you've got eternal life that's in your future. So I'm gonna go at it and I'm doing something unique. And I was gonna go live probably about four or five hours ago, but Yahuwah put something on my heart to make sure that everybody got this message. So I wanted to go through meticulously because we've had this up for such a long time over at truesalvation.net. You know, we put up a site, you know, back in 2007 on the Promote the Truth website. And then we bought another domain name and pointed it to a certain page for people that wanted to know how to get eternal life in Yahuwah. And I had the person, because I wrote the site personally, and I wrote that page personally, I had to go back and actually look at it. So I've looked at it a couple of times over the past few years, but today I just really kind of went and scrubbed it because Yahoo is working with me, getting my language tight, getting my language cleaned up, getting it better, you know? And uh, so I just wanted to take the time. So I've spent the last several hours over on the Promote the Truth website, specifically on the True Salvation page. And I wanted to break that down. So while, while we're in the process of tearing down idols, make no mistake about it, everybody knows that around the world today, over 2 billion people are mesmerized under the sorcery, the seance of Christmas. And so we're in the process of teaching people how to come out of the madness of the whore of Babylon and what Constantine did in 325 AD at the Council of Nicaea, we're here to just really just show everybody the truth and promote the truth and let everybody make their own decision. I mean, it's simple, right? So you can choose to follow him or you can choose not to. So what Yahuwah is clear on is he said, my sheep are going to hear my voice. And he says, only a few are going to find it. Now we got to think about that even before I go in. Let me, let me, let me get down. Hey, matter of fact, y'all dropping your name. Y'all know what to do. Your name, your city, state, your name, your city and country. If you're international outside the USA, like me, I'm in Colombia right now, South America. So I'll start it off. You know what? Hey, Jay coming in from Cali, Colombia. Where y'all coming in from? Right. And then hit the like button, smash the likes. If it lets you do it a hundred times, hit it. And then hit the share button. You should share this to at least three different platforms, three different people. You got to make a decision. Are you going to be a witness for Yahuwah? You got to make that decision. Not everybody's going to be a witness. You know. So everybody do the work. Let's put the work in. Come on, let's put the work in. You know how to do it. Hold on, I'm getting lined up here. I got different channels. I got to make sure y'all pulled up on these different channels. And... uh so we're going live on uh, at the simultaneously on Facebook and on YouTube. Now, our primary portal to communicate through is YouTube because it's got a much more broader base and a reach. So we go hard on it. 
but we make sure that we show a lot of love and respect to all the platforms over on Facebook, over on TikTok, Instagram, Clapper, Threads. Some of y'all ain't even heard of all of those, right? All right, so I'm going in. Louie, y'all know what time it is. Put your seatbelts on. Let me get a little blackberry juice in the building. Mm-hmm. Let me do some shout-outs for it going. All right, Sean's in the building from Seattle, Washington. Good to see you, brother Sean. Kurt, good to see you, man. Good to see you, Curtis, from Maryland coming in here. We got YBH Hopkins. All right, Illinois. Ryan, Luya. Yeah, Blake coming in. I think Blake's in Hawaii. Joseph, Ebony, Colorado in the building. Brian, Fort Pierce, Florida. We got Maika from Fiji. Fiji's in the house. Maiki, Fiji. Hey, do I got Fiji on the map? We got to make sure we got Fiji on the on the countries. Let's get make sure y'all know what's going on here. Yeah, we got Fiji on the countries. We got like 80 different countries, so each state we consider a country. James, Oklahoma. Alisa, Seattle. Do you and Sean know each other, Alisa? Y'all both in Seattle? We got Juan, Kitty, Suriname. I didn't even kitty. You the one helping me understand that Suriname is a country in South America. I had no idea. None. Deontay, Gary, Indiana. Joseph, Tennessee. Ryan, what's going on? I am freedom. Got that Adam and Hua down, don't you? Never forget that. Linda talked about that all day today. She said people really appreciated that. That's good. That's good. That's good. All right, my man. Luyah. Yeah, we're going in. Pasadena. Yeah, Mr. One Mike in Pasadena. Clarksville, Christine. Okay. Sophia, Mississippi. Dwayne, Augusta, Georgia. Yeah, we're going to go in. We're going to go in. All right. We're straight. We got some people over here tonight that are setting up cameras on the backside. So you guys are, you guys are going to see. We're going to be doing different shots. So they're going to be doing shorts over on Instagram, over on TikTok and all these different places. They're in here slamming doors and stuff. They tore up. They fired up. Washington, D.C., Darrell Williams. Darrell Williams. Sherry, Frankfort, Kentucky. So Suriname is next to, to Guyana. Dang, I didn't know it. Barbados is in the building. Come on, Yahoo's path of righteousness. Barbados is in the building. All right. Do we warm it up? Y'all know when I just do that little chit-chat in the beginning, I'm letting the algorithm pump out. Y'all should be sharing like crazy when y'all hear me just chit-chat and giving shout-outs. I'm working the algorithm. That's what's going on when I'm doing that. All right. Y'all want to check out because I'm going to go on the page tonight. I'm going to go on the Promote the Truth page, and we're going to walk down through this page, and we're going to get some people saved tonight or today, wherever you're at. Can y'all y'all get ready? Cause we're gonna get some people saved. That's what's gonna happen. And my wife might have to come in here and say hello to y'all for a second because I forgot to use the bathroom before I started this. <laughs> I forget. You're gonna have to lean this over there. I said, lady, you gotta come in and say hi to everybody. Hold it down for about two or three minutes. I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta go TT. Y'all know how to do it, y'all was little. Hey, I'm raw with y'all. This is live. So sometimes, man, you got to just do stuff. The live stuff happens, right? 
I don't even know if I should get in this first before I do that. Why don't you come say hi to everybody real quick? Yeah. <laughs> you look great. You know how women are. I hang up. This honey, it's live. It's real. It's promote the truth. You know. You know how we do it. All right. You gonna hold it down for me? I just, you know, how we gotta do it. Lena's going, hey, y'all want Lena to come in and say hi to y'all? How many y'all want Lena to come in and say hi? Say, Lena, 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 come in and say hi. So Lena's going to come over here to say hi to everybody. Plus, she's probably, hey, you probably won't give them some of the sh some things that the staff's been working on today, or should I drop that separately? How you want me to do that? Huh? How you want me to do it? But just come say hi to everybody. I need you to come now. Like, like right now. Because I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. Y'all come on. Y'all get Lena. I'll be back. I can't believe he just made me do this. <laughs> like you guys can see my, my hair looking crazy. So hello everybody. I'm so happy to see you all. I was tracking everything with the messages. I'm very excited because we have very, very, very good news today. Um, good announcements, surprises. We've been working really hard um this past days to get a surprise for you all for uh today so you will see it i think jay it's better for jay to give you all those um announcements but i'm very happy hey Courtney. hey um luya duane uh let me see who else we see here mike ryan sean uh destin x sophia Brian Joseph, Donna, love you, Donna, you're so sweet. <laughs> Shadowhog, oh, I just love Amber. I love you. I can't wait to hug you again, everybody. Uh, congratulations for everything you're doing, Teresa. Teresa, congratulations. Um, everybody, uh, you guys are doing amazing, amazing uh, work with the support and following and sharing so make sure you click that share button and you spread it spread the word a great message is coming today and we will have many surprises that i know uh, a lot of you are going to love it and with that said <laughs> i can go now and keep working love you all and praise you for every one of you there you go. There you go. Look at that teamwork. That teamwork. Let me go to the bathroom. And by the way, when y'all go to the bathroom, y'all got y'all got running water. Y'all wash your hands. Yahooans, we wash our hands. We're not nasty. So make sure you go to the bathroom, you wash your hands. By the way, I'm big on that. Let's go. <laughs> oh man. Woo. All right. Somebody did a big ass long thing. Y'all don't come in here dropping all kind of big long stuff in here. We have to kick you out of here because we can't get confused. All right. So if you got that on, make sure you got the team watching the, the chat so we can get, get rocking and rolling. All right, here we go. Y'all ready to go in? <laughs> I'm off the grid. All right, y'all put your seatbelts on because we're going in. We're gonna get some people saved. Here we go. Matit Yahoo 7, 13. Matter of fact, we're going to start at 7, 12. Matit Yahoo Matthew, 7, 12. Let's go. Therefore, Yahusha said, 
Whatever you wish men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the Torah and the prophets. So he said, how you want to be treated? Treat other people. Just treat other people how you want to be treated. But then he says, make sure to enter through the narrow gate because the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction. And there are many who are going to enter through that gate. So if you want salvation, the first thing you want to make sure you bring to mind is the Savior said, most people are going into this large gate that leads to destruction. Verse 14, because the gate is narrow and the way is hard pressed. So you can't, that's why I'm saying the weak is, the weak are not going to get in to the kingdom. Anybody that plays into the weak game, you are not going in. Go look in the mirror. The 3D pity party is over. Yahuwah has empathy on you, but he has zero sympathy. You're going to have to pull it together because even if you got a little strength and you call on his name, he will give you enough to get you going and keep you in the way in which you should go. You don't have to worry about that. You are not Yahuwah and you are not his spirit and you are not his strength. His strength is sufficient to carry you if you just call on his name. So shall we go up? Because I'm going up. Because narrow is the gate and the way is hard pressed that leads to eternal life. And there are only, correct translation, you got to put the word only in there. And there are only a few who will find it. There's only a few going to find this gate, fam. Only a few. Do not get tricked into thinking that many people are going to find this gate. Because in order to find it, you got to be looking for it. And you got, at the time of this recording, you got over a couple billion people. So that's about a quarter of the earth. So around 25% of the earth are in a trance over the most pathetic pagan day in the year that they're celebrating called Christ Mass. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Even the most basic studies tell you that Christmas is a sham, it's, it's weak, it has no footing to be able to stand the test of truth. None. So we're not even gonna put, because go back and look at what I did yesterday on the great Christmas lie, and you'll get it. So I'm not gonna put a ton of time into that. Y'all got it. Now. Few are going to find this narrow gate that leads to eternal life. In order to find it, you got to be looking for it. Now, if you go looking for it, what you're first going to find, <laughs> got to pick this crazy thing up again. Come here. I got to pick up this crazy thing again. You're going to find stuff like that, the King James Version. You're going to run into stuff like this nonsense. It's right on the cover. You didn't even got to look a long way. 
It's on the cover that this is a scam. It's on the cover that this is a imposter. When you see the words holy and the word Bible, those are two pagan words that's supposed to be on the set apart scriptures. Scriptures. They got pagan words on the set apart, they call it. So we know once we flip this page, all we got to do is flip the page. And we know we're going to go into nonsense land. We're going to go straight into it. Not even going to take long. All we got to do is flip a few pages and it's lights out. Is they going to admit that the 72 to 85% accurate? Crazy. Just got to flip a few pages. Then we're going to see stuff. I'm talking about the fourth word of this thing tells you that this is an absolute fraud, this book. Y'all haven't heard too many people coming and tearing this book up like this. Most of y'all are like, oh, the Holy Bible or something. Oh, there's something unique. There's something powerful about this. This thing is, is, is scum. I don't even know how to get lower words for this book. I have no respect for this book. I'm like my daddy. This book going to burn like with the rest of the people that don't get this. Watch. The fourth word in this book says, in the beginning, the fourth word, God. Throw this book in the trash then, right? Look at Amber got it. In the beginning, God. We already know we're dealing with a, 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 an imposter when they say, in the beginning, God. Who is God? Even, even if you took it at its basic, if you took it at its basic re reasoning term, you'd have to go, who is God? Because Muslims call on a certain one, Christians call Catholics, you got all these, you know, different religions, Krishnas, Buddhists, Muslims, they everybody got all these different gods. The Greeks have got like a gazillion different gods. The Hindu, do y'all know how many gods are in Hindu? Do y'all know how many gods are Hindu? I think it's in the thousands, right? So if you say in the beginning, God, if you say that, common sense would have to say, well, which one of these gods are you talking about? Which God are you talking about? And if they say, well, well, the creator. Well, is the creator, is his name God? Did he title himself God? Huh? Did, did, did the creator of all, do y'all have any evidence anywhere on the planet that the creator of everything ever termed himself G-O-D. Talk to me. Nowhere. There's nowhere ever of any evidence in the history of the world that the creator of all called himself God. But in this farce, Almost 7,000 times they remove his name 
and replace it with things like God and Lord. Lord, how did that get in there? It's ridiculous. Y'all got to understand how crazy this is. Like the translations, the scribes and the Pharisees, the translators and the Pharisees. Look at he said this, translators and the Pharisees. That deals with the Catholic Church and the current, quote, Jews. That's the scribes and the Pharisees. That's who Yahushua was talking about. And it ain't changed to this day. And it's the same two entities that's suppressing eternal life. He says, you don't enter. So Yahushua told him, Yahushua HaMashiach said, you're not entering and you're preventing others from entering. Are y'all understand what's going on? So let's deal with it. That's right. Yahoo. Fiddlet said, amazing topic, my brother. Nice one. Good job. Keep that fire of the truth coming and continue. Y'all know I'm burning it up. Why? I told y'all I'm going to give y'all, but I'm getting close to my 30 days. And then I will not be coming on here every day, but I'm getting close. Put your seat belts on because we are going in. And we're not going to play not even an inch. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen today. Let me get it picked up. I got to just pick it up. I'm going to get the right link that I want. Here we go. I'm here. Now. I'm sharing my screen. That's what I'm going to do. Because we going in. And we're going to save some souls. Now, how many of y'all. We want to be sure that you're sure that you're sure that you're saved. And then all you got to do is maintain from here on out. Like if you listen to me carefully tonight, your name will be written in the book of life, of eternal life. Your name's going to be written in the book of eternal life. Now you notice there's a scripture that says, make sure your name don't get blotted out, erased. But if you pay attention and you stay the course, and we'll keep you on course with our instructions because we're going. I'm going. Oh, whether y'all go or not, that's up to y'all. I am going. I'm going to stay this course because I haven't found anything that makes any more sense to me than what I'm talking to you about. All right. So I'm going to share my screen. How do I do this? All right. I'm still getting used to this particular platform. So y'all bear with me. Okay getting used to this platform. Now, what I want to do is I want to know when I scroll. Lenny, you got to tell me, y'all tell me this quick because I want to know when I scroll. Now, do y'all see true salvation? Do you see the page as true salvation? All right, then y'all give me some feedback. Now, I want to know if y'all see it scrolling. That way, I don't want to waste time. I want to know if y'all see it. Like, do, do you see it scrolling? All right. I don't want you to see the page. I want you to tell me if you see me going up and down. Okay. Thank, all right. Thank you, Ghost Rider. Thank you, Amber. Thank you, Lena. All right. Got it. Dwayne. Everybody says yes. All right. Now, on the Promote the Truth site, we got a tab in here. It's True Salvation. Okay. Very important. Everybody needs to go through this tab. Everybody. 
But what's so unique about tonight is I'm going to go through it with you. This is going to be recorded so you can go back and watch it over and over. Okay? So this is how you can know your name is written in the book of life. There has been much made about the way to eternal life. But there's only one way that leads to eternal life with the creator, Yahuwah, regardless of what anyone might tell you. Eternal life all starts with this simple verse found in scripture, Mahashim. 221, which is a direct quote from you all, sign named Joel 232. And it shall come to pass that all that whoever calls on the name of Yahuwah shall be saved. That's your foundation. That's your key to get in. It's right there. It shall come to pass that whoever, see it, there was no caveats there. It didn't say if you're white, if you're black. If you're if you're Indian, if you're Middle Eastern, if you're Asian, if you're if you're Latino, it didn't say any of that. It said whoever. Yahuwah hates racism. Yahuwah hates racism. Whoever means it don't matter what your skin color is, because you are coming from Adam and Hua. All of you. So whoever. Get that all the way through your skull. That whoever calls on the name of Yahuwah. Shall be saved. Now the call has got to be defined. And I'm going to prove it to you tonight. It's important to note. That you will hear the name Yahuwah many times on this site. As that is the name of the Father, and that is the name of the Son and the Set Apart Spirit. All three got the same name, Yahuwah. Get that all the way in your soul. The Son's name while he was on earth was Yahusha. After his death and resurrection, he's been given the name above all names. See, Philippinim, Philip Philippians 2.9 proves that. Now, he is now Yahuwah the Savior. So now we have Yahuwah the Father, Yahuwah the Son, and Yahuwah the Ruah. Now, let me clear something up at this point. I don't, we don't give two hoots about something called the Trinity. Nothing. We don't care nothing about that. We just know that the Father's name, the Son's name, and the set-apart spirit's name is Yahuwah. The Trinity, I don't care. We don't care. I don't care if it's a gazillion. Yahuwah could be 20 different entities if he wants to be. He could be more than three. So we got to leave Yahuwah alone and let him be who he is, and he's proven that he is Yahuwah, the Father. He's Yahuwah HaMashiach, the Son, and he's Yahuwah Ruha, the Spirit. The problem that virtually everyone has is they've never known the name of the creator. They've never known the name of the creator. Why? Because of the whore. Because of the beast power, the Roman Catholic Church's deception that has been used by Satan to deceive the entire world. Now, no one likes to admit that they've been deceived. Who wants to admit that? But scripture tells us that the entire world has been deceived by Satan. And that includes each and every one of us listening and watching this. 
See Hazum, Revelation 12, 9. It says the whole world's been deceived by Satan. Are you part of the whole world? Yes. So we at Promote the Truth, we decided to put the creator first and study his set-apart word in the scriptures with all our heart. In a short time after doing that, this study led us to admit that the creator was right and that we have been deceived. Come on. We have been deceived. We then, and you can now do what we did. We immediately turned away from this horrible deception and we turned to Yahuwah. We asked for his forgiveness and called on his name for eternal life. Now you got the chance to do the same. So if you are ready to receive true eternal life, here are some clear steps that you need to go through in order to know that you have salvation. You can know it. This process revolves, involves, I should say, it involves repenting and then calling on the name of Yahuwah to save you. So we're going to explain this clearly tonight or today, wherever you're at. How many of y'all appreciate us breaking this down? Put it in the chat if y'all appreciate. I'm taking the time to walk you through how to know and how to take other people through salvation. Give me something in the chat. Give me something. You know, this is a us thing. This ain't just a me talking to you. You got to participate because we're saving souls tonight. All right. Thank you, Teresa. Love you, sis. Now watch this. T. Pryor, appreciate you, Brian, Daniel, Blake, Dwayne, Ghost Rider, Shadowhawk. Now watch how simple this is. See, eternal life ain't complicated. You don't got to go see no priest in the booth. You don't got to go down to the church and have them call you and go sit up in the front row in front of everybody. No. The first step to eternal life is you got to repent of sinning against Yahuwah, the creator's commandments. No one can receive Yahuwah's forgiveness without first admitting that they are wrong and that Yahuwah and his eternal word are right. Remember, Yahuwah, who is our master, has a different standard than human beings have in regard, human beings have in regards to sin. What you think is sin I can almost guarantee you it's not right. YBH Hopkins. Here we go. I'm going in. Come on, Deontay. I'm going in, Sophia. Ebony, I'm going in. Curtis, I'm going in. Amber, I'm going in. Louie, I'm going in. Elisa, I'm going in. Daniel, I'm going in. Joseph, I am going in. Sister Sherry, I'm going in. Watch this. Watch how simple this is. Yahuwah gave this to me. I wrote every one of these words through the spirit of Yahuwah. Now watch. He has a different standard. Yahuwah is righteous and will have no sin with him or around him. Now watch. This is important, y'all. Most are not sure 
of what a clear definition of sin is or clear definition of what it means to repent. We would like to clarify these two very important definitions so that there's no question in your mind. So let's first look at the definition of sin. Now don't go to the left or to the right, fam. What I'm about to give you is the exact definition of sin. It's not what most of you think. Sin, according to first Yahuhanan, that's John. Now what's Yahuhanan's name? What's the witness? Do y'all remember from last night? Who gonna put that in the chat? Come on, Dominique, showing up, Mississippi. Who's gonna put what Yahuwah's name means? See, I'm raising up disciples in the name of Yahuwah. Who gonna put in the chat what Yahuwah's name means? I'm gonna put it over on the, at least on the, on the uh, YouTube. Watch. Who's gonna put it? Y'all gonna beat me? Who's gonna beat me? I'm waiting. I'm gonna wait five more seconds, then I'm gonna put it. Oh, Blake! I couldn't even put it. Blake beat y'all on this one. Yahuwah is grace. <laughs> Look at that, Sean. Ain't that good practice? See, this is discipleship. Everybody give a shout out to Blake because he understands the witness of Yahuwah's name and why they removed it. Yahuwah is grace. I'm still trying to figure out, Mike, why are you putting an O in Yahuwah's name? We got to figure that out with Mike. Because, Mike, if you keep putting that O, we're going to have to remove you from this system. Because O's are satanic when it comes to Abari, by the way, Brother Mike. So I'm just telling you, last time I'm going to say it. So O's lead to Yahovah, and Yahuwah hates it. So if I see another O for Mike, Mike, we love you, but you're going to have to go. Now watch, because I'm teaching the truth. Look, Yahuwah means Yahuwah is grace. So here's his grace. He going to teach us, even while we're sinners, what the truth is. He going to teach us. You better fix that, Mike. I'm tired of seeing them O's. I love me some Mike, too. I don't want to see you go. But I hate O's like Yahuwah hates them when it comes to his name. Now watch this. First Yahuwah Chapter 3, verse 4, tells us that everyone who sins breaks the law. Look how simple that is. Everyone who sins breaks the law. And then it goes on to say, in fact, what's in fact mean? It, it, it's like emphatic. It says, in fact. Sin is lawlessness. Look how simple this is. See, most of y'all think that if you get upset and uh, uh, you look at somebody and say she or he looking good and you look over, oh, they look good. Or, oh, I shouldn't have been thinking like that. Or y'all thinking all this stuff outside the box is sin. Sin is lawlessness, and let's go on deeper. What law is one breaking when committing sin? The answer from the scriptures is the Ten Commandments. 
If a person breaks even one of the Ten Commandments, he or she is committing sin. Anything outside those commandments is not sin. Hello. Anything outside the commandments are not sin. All this little frivolous stuff that y'all worry yourself with is not sin. That's how that's why Yahoo Hanan, which means Yahoo is grace. Blake reminded all of y'all. Yahoo Hanan said the commandments are not burdensome. What he meant is they're not difficult. They're not hard to do. You can live a sin-free life starting now. If you just stop breaking the commandments. If a person breaks even one, though, the scriptures tells us you're guilty of breaking them all. Yahukab, sign named James, chapter 2, verse 10, gives you that scripture that says you break one, you break them all. So now we know what sin is. Let's look at repent. Repent is having a deep sorrow, regret, or contrition for breaking the commandments. Then turning from continuing to practice committing sin, breaking the commandments, by obeying the Torah, the Ten Commandments, law, which if you do this right, they'll be written on your heart, as it says in Abarim, Hebrews, Chapter 8, verse 10. If Yahuwah writes these on your heart, if y'all do what I'm teaching you tonight, he will, I promise, write these on your heart. See, when he writes them on your heart, you're always going to want to do them. They're not going to be hard to do. Some of y'all struggling with them because you've yet to be immersed into his name. That's the only reason you're struggling. You're still making yourself an idol. You don't realize it. Now watch, I'm going to prove that. So there we have it, a simple, clear, and concise understanding of the definition of sin and the definition of repent. What you need to do is go through the Ten Commandments as listed below and be ready to admit that you've broken each and every one of them at some point in your life. Everybody here, you are butt naked spiritually before Yahuwah. And because we've all broken every one of them at some point in our life. Hazum tells us that. Revelation, like we said earlier. Now watch this. The scripture tells us that we all have fallen short of the esteem, sign, name, glory of Yahuwah. So don't feel alone. Y'all have heard that scripture before. Don't feel alone. We've been right where you are now. I've been right there. But I don't sin no more. I quit sinning a long time ago. Can you say that in the chat? I don't sin. Some of y'all, man, y'all ain't had no good teaching like this. Y'all been having these preachers, these, these bishops, these evangelists. Y'all been having all these people guilt you out so that you keep putting money in the tray so they can do their building funds and getting you to think guilty all the time. But can you be bold enough to say, I don't sin? I don't sin. <laughs> Ghost Rider, like, what? Look at Curtis. I don't sin. Y'all put it in the chat if you're bold enough before Yahuwah to say, I don't sin anymore. 
Some of y'all, don't you do it. Don't you do it if you play, because Yahuwah will strike you down if you're playing with these commandments. I wouldn't do it to impress the chat. I wouldn't do it. I, I, I get myself together. I wait till I'm completed. I take the next 24 hours and straighten stuff up with Yahuwah. I don't see Louis said, I don't sin. Daniel said, I don't sin anymore. Blaze says, I don't sin. Sherry says, I don't sin anymore. Lord says, I don't sin anymore. See, Blake, if you guard the Ten Commandments, you don't sin. That's what people don't understand. Go set some people free. Who the son sets free is free indeed. Handball said, I don't sin anymore. This is great. Look, Curtis, I love Curtis. I love your responses. No, I got work I need to do. All right, Curtis, you want me to walk you through it? Because you're going to be able to do it tonight. This ain't difficult. Now watch this. We've been right where you're at. Everybody that can't type in, I don't sin anymore. And not one church is teaching what I'm teaching. This is from the scriptures, the true scriptures. Because you shall know the truth and what? The truth will set you free. The reason you ain't been set free is because you've been following King James and all of his daughters and sons. Every one of these scriptures out here are daughters and sons out of King James. I don't know any that's not. This is great. That one major, you got a choice to make. Net services, I don't want to do it. I don't want to sin no more. So watch what I'm going to teach you. Tell me if this helps y'all. I'm going back in. The difference is, see, we've been where you're at, but the difference is, is we immediately. So you can't play with Yahuwah when he brings you this kind of word. This word here is from the most high place. Ever, I come in the name of Yahuwah, Baruch HaBashem Yahuwah. The difference is we immediately took heed to the advice of the creator, Yahuwah, when he said in second, Dabri, Ha, Amimim, Ahimim, sign name Chronicles 714, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, breaking the commandments. Then I will hear them from heaven and I will forgive their sin. And I'll, he said, I'll forgive your sin if you humble yourself tonight, today, whenever you listen to this. And he will heal your land. That means your life. He'll, he'll, put, he'll bring your life into order. Some of y'all got two messes, five circumstances, and eight or five, 85 situations. And Yahuwah will take that puzzle and put it all together nice and neatly. Give him a little time. First of all, to be his people, you have to be called by his name. Praise him that you now know his name is Yahuwah. Then you got to humble yourself right away and ask for forgiveness of not living the right way 
even if you didn't know it before. You got to be humble. Don't come to Yahuwah and say, I'm only human. He going to throw you in the fire. Yahuwah hates sin, breaking the commandments. And if you sin, which we all have, then there's a gap between you and Yahuwah, your creator. All of this is very important because no one can have eternal life with sin, breaking the commandments. So let's make that point clear from scripture. It says in Hazun, signed in Revelation 21.8, but the cowardly, y'all see that first one? Y'all see me stop, look around, check in the chat. I'm seeing what's going on. But I went to Hazun, Revelation 21.8, and I couldn't even get past the first one. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexual immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. Now, out of all these people, you're talking about murderers, you're talking about sorcerers, right? Out of all these crazy people, Yahuwah decided that the, that the worst one is the coward. That's why I told you, the weak are not going in. Yahuwah hates weakness. Weak people, Yahuwah's not rolling with you. He calls you a coward, not me, not none of your brothers and sisters here that you should be rolling with. Yahuwah says, if you can't get the strength to stand up and rebel against things like Christmas, I'm only gonna mention it a few more times. See, those that went and played the game with the families that know better, that's the cowards. Yahuwah says, I'm throwing you in the lake first, even before the murderer. I'm throwing the person that knows better, that went on to the Christmas party, I'm gonna throw them in the lake first. A fire. Y'all don't even understand. Yahuwah don't play. I know my daddy. I know my daddy. I love my daddy because weak people will get you killed. Weak people will get you killed. We can't go running in eternity and dominating for eternity and building no telling what in the world of war. Ain't no telling what Yahuwah's going to have us build. You all look to the right and left of you and have a coward rolling with you in eternity? I don't, including me. I'm like, Yahuwah, get me strong so I can roll with you forever. That's how I'm rolling with Yahuwah. Now watch this, because some of y'all are not going to want to listen to this next one. It also says in 1 Corinthians, sign named Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 9 and 10. Don't you know, guess who said this? Shaul, the one that they try to blame all the craziness on. Shaul's off the hook with his understanding. He goes, don't you know that the wicked, meaning the lawlessness, the lawless breakers of Yahuwah's commandment, will not inherit the kingdom of Allah? He says, don't fool yourself. Don't be deceived. The sexually immoral are not going in. If you want to have sex 
which every one of you should want to have sex. Who's ever taught you that? You should want to have, you should have a desire to have sex. And if you don't, you in the wrong situation with somebody. Period. Or you need to get in the right situation with somebody that calls on the name of Yahuwah. Sexual immorality is if you sleep with anybody and don't make them your husband or wife that don't call on the name of Yahuwah, period. You sleep with one person. You stick your thing or you open up your legs, ladies, to one person that don't call on the name of Yahuwah and you don't make them your husband or wife. That's the finest sexual immorality. And you will not inherit the kingdom. No idolaters. All the Christmas tree people today, that's idolatry. Santa, Christmas, Easter Bunny, all that is idolatry. You're not going in the kingdom. He says, don't fool yourself. No adulterers. He got even more specific saying, you go outside the kingdom of Yahuwah and get you a spouse. People say, well, how do I find somebody? Make them. Make disciples out of all nations. That's how you get somebody you can have sex with. I'm being as raw as I can be. Am I being raw? I don't know any other way to be other than promote the truth. That's why we named it this. We didn't want to go to the left or the right. We didn't want to sugarcoat this. All right. You want to have sex with somebody and you can't find somebody that calls on Yahuwah, then you go recruit them. And you teach them the ways of Yahuwah, and then you've now created your partner in life. It's that simple. He says, nor male, and I gotta get that, I gotta get that planed out there. That's any prostitute. That ain't just male prostitutes. That's a Greek. I gotta, I gotta fix that. Because that trans, that translation is wrong. Nor male prostitutes. They're not going in. Nor homosexual offenders. There's no ambiguity about this. This ain't no hate. People all they all like touching about homosexuality today. This ain't no different than than this is no different than Saddam and Amara. Every time Yahoo has blown stuff up, homosexuality has got huge. Every time he comes and blows it up. Go study the scriptures. He hates it. You don't, have to, you don't even have to be confusing your brain. I'm going to tell you why from the very most basic point. And it's not no hate to it. It's just pure common sense. You can't procreate with the same sex. You can't go forth and multiply man and man, woman and woman. It defies the logic of why Yahuwah created male and female. To, that's the only way you can procreate. That's it. You got to have sperm. You got to have an egg. You cannot get eggs from a male and you can't get sperm from a female. Who's taught it that way? I don't hear nobody teaching that way. You can't get an egg from a male. You can't get sperm from a female. It is biologically 
impossible. Can't happen. Therefore, if you participate in that, Yahuwah calls it an abomination to his creation. That's it. Ain't nothing against you. And if you participate, you're going to have to repent and come out. You can be caught in homosexuality right now and Yahuwah can save you right now. All right, how much love is that? In while you were in an abominable thing, Yahuwah says, I'm going to offer you grace. I'm going to Yahuwah in you. That's who wrote. That's who wrote the book, uh, John and Revelation. Hazum. He said, I'm going to love you. I'm going to give you a shot. But if you don't listen to me right now, you're going in the fire. All right. Am I clear on that? People ask all the time, Jay, how you feel about it? Look, I'm not, that ain't how I feel. It's what the scripture says. I follow the scriptures. Nor thieves. If you steal, you're going in the lake. Nor the greedy. Oh, that's the definition of the lovers of money. It's the greedy, the hoarders, the coveters of money. That's the one going in the lake. Nor the drunkards. So like if you are uncontrollable as a drink, you'd like to drink alcohol to the point where you out of your brain. And don't go tell people, you know, I was just drunk. That's why I said it. I'm sorry. No, you said exactly what you mean. That's why I don't mind. I don't mind if you drink. Yahoo don't mind. Why do you think they call Yahusha a drunkard? Because he was drinking some wine. <laughs> People don't understand the fact that Yahusha used to be and have a great time and celebrate. And he drank alcoholic beverages. Unlike the beast, whore, Roman Catholic church would like you to think. Yahusha drank him some wine. But he said, don't you get lit to the point where you all of a sudden are out of your mind and you start doing stupid stuff, you're going in the lake. If you want to have you a drink or two, you want to laugh, have a good, go and have you a drink or two. I'm setting some people free tonight. Y'all appreciating this? I'm taking my time. I don't even, I probably will not be able to get through this. This might have to be two sessions. Who else can't go in? The slanderers. Oh, man. People that talk trash about you for no reason because they jealous. People that make up stories. People that create lawsuits that are frivolous, that are foul. Guess what? All of you going in the lake of fire. Nor the swindlers. You deceiving people. Yahuwah hates a swindler. You going in the lake. None will inherit the kingdom of, of Alua. Did I break that down good enough for y'all? So it's extremely important to humble yourself today by saying out loud that you repent to Yahuwah. This means being sorry for breaking his 10 commandments and agreeing with Yahuwah not to continue practicing breaking them anymore. You do this by obeying his Torah, 10 commandments, which will now be written on your heart. And you do this with joy. First, Yahuwah Hanan, Yahuwah's grace. John 5, chapter 5, verse 3. Locks that in. Many are tempted into becoming prideful when faced with the truth. 
Being deceived does not feel good, but the focus should turn from pride to one of gratitude for Yahuwah, the only Allah, the mighty one, the creator of all, for revealing himself to you now. Do not settle for just being upset if you've been fooled in the past. It says in 2 Corinthians, sign named Corinthians 6-2, behold now is the accepted time. Behold now is the day of salvation. Be excited that Yahuwah the creator is revealing himself to you now. If you or any of your relatives in the past acted in ignorance and didn't find the true name of the creator that leads to salvation, that's Yahuwah. The scripture says in Mahashim, Acts 17.30, in the past, Yahuwah overlooked such ignorance, but now commands all people everywhere to repent. Stop worrying about your grandma, granddaddy, aunts, uncles that didn't know anything about Yahuwah. Yahuwah will deal with that. It has nothing to do with you. You want to do participate in ancestry worship? Do that and go in the lake. You want to get right with Yahuwah? Focus only on you. That's it. Your choice now that you know the truth is this. Will you turn to Yahuwah now? And will you or will you be stuck in pride and be left without excuse? This message, by the way, is a no excuse message, by the way. Every one of you that happened to log on to this, even if you log off now, you'll be left without excuse because you turned in pride. Those of you that go through this entire message, you will be left without excuse. You're not going to go to be able to go to Yahoo and go, well, I didn't know because I'm explaining this clear. The bottom line question is this for you and all of us, including the past relatives that you might be so concerned about. How many of us have really loved Yahuwah or the creator, if you didn't know the name, you really loved the creator with all your heart, mind, strength, and strength as commanded by Yahusha in Matit Yahu 22.37. Matthew twenty two thirty seven. 37. We mean loving him with all your heart, all your mind. Mind means you got to be digging, you got to be studying, you got to be researching. And all your strength. Have you or most you know put the creator first in the amount of time that you do something? Most people put most of their time into their career. Who that's why y'all got to learn how to be an entrepreneur. Some of y'all like, well, I got to pay bills. I go to work. Well, who put you in that corner? Who put you in the corner where you got to work so much all the time that you can't go after Yahuwah first? Who told you that's the way to do it? Oh, the same people that's told you about Jesus and all these other paganistic things. Yahuwah will make a way and clear, clean up all your time. He'll give you plenty of money to go after him if you put him first. That's his promise. I didn't say it. So who told us growing up that before we went after anything else, we better make sure to find out who the creator really is first. Who told us that? Who told us that? 
Did your mom or daddy say, now look, before you focus on college or you focus on this or that, you got to go find out the creator of all, who, who he is first and why you're here. Who told you that? Nobody. You want to know why? Because they're lost. They're in, they're in the midst of the third and fourth generation curse that was promised to everybody who participated in idolism and suppressing Yahuwah's name. They ain't tell you. So you're having to break out of this curse and I'm helping you right now. You're not going to have no excuse. This is very humbling to say the least, wouldn't you agree? And that is why it's so important not to have an attitude of pride with our creator. You can't come to Yahuwah now all high and mighty. You might well forget that. You got to come very meek, very humble right now. He told us clearly in Matit Yahu, signed in Matthew 6.33, you are to seek the kingdom of Yahuwah first. True or false? You're to seek the kingdom first. I'm to seek the kingdom first. So with all that being said, let's move forward. <laughs> Did we break? Hey, your brother Jay wrote these words. Did I break it down for y'all and set the tempo for how to approach Yahuwah? Did I break it down for you? You want to know why I did that? Because Yahuwah Ruah was working through my fingers. I'll, there's no way in the world I can write that on my own. No way. So with that being said, let's move forward and break down Yahuwah's Ten Commandments. And most people don't know. that. See, I, I make this stuff clear through Yahuwah's Word. There's a double commandment and a new commandment, and they all revolve around the Ten Commandments. That's why the Christians... They don't get that going in the lake of fire because they try to set aside the Ten Commandments with the double commandment. But the double commandment proves the Ten Commandments. I'm going in. We'll first deal with the double commandment and then the new commandment because this is straight from Yahushua HaMashiach, our Savior's mouth when he walked on the earth as he points to the 10 commandments. So here goes the double commandment. Tell me if y'all heard it before. This is spoken by Yahushua. And it wraps up the 10 commandments in Matit Yahu, Matthew twenty two thirty seven. 37. He says, you shall love Yahuwah your Alua with all your heart and with all your mind and with all your strength. That means all your resources. I like that because we're doing the True Scriptures Project right now. How many of y'all loving Yahuwah with the True Scriptures Project? With all your resources. Are you, are you putting that? Like you should be waking up. Yahuwah said, I want a pure word on earth. Everybody should be at TSNT.org. I got to give the shout out. I got to give the call because Yahuwah called us to do it. And some of y'all still ain't understood the importance of the true word. But you should love Yahuwah, TSNT, the true scriptures. We got to get the New Testament, Brihadash, out first. Because that's where all the confusion is at. And we're going to save a lot more people that way. 
But you got to love him with all of that. Now watch what happens. When you love Yahuwah with all your heart, your mind, and all your strength and resources, right? This commandment is broken down for us in clear detail with the first four commandments. So if you learn to obey the first four commandments, you're going to fulfill Yahusha's first part of his double commandment. So remember, Yahusha said, I did not come to do away with the law. I came to fulfill the law. So what he's telling you is, if you want to prove that you love Yahuwah with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, do the first four commandments. Have no other Allahim before his face, before him. Have no idols. None. No crosses, no churches, no, no Christmas trees, none of that. Keep his name as the utmost importance. Don't bring it to nothing. And guard the Shabbat. He said, that's a sign between you and him for eternity. You do those first four, you're going to fulfill this first of the double commandment. The second part, Yahushua said, he said, love your neighbor as yourself. This commandment is broken down for us in clear detail in the last six of the Ten Commandments. If you learn to obey the last six commandments, you're going to, for a fact, fulfill this commandment from Yahushua. Isn't this clear? But see, the church says the commandments are done away with. All you got to do is love the L-O-R-D, your G-O-D. They say you got to love the Lord your God with all your heart. Lie and lie, because they say in pagan words, but even if it wasn't lie and lie, you got to define who is the Lord and who is the God. What's the name? This is how crazy this is. It's ass of nine, ass of 10, ass of 11, ass of 12. This is ridiculous. How are we doing? All right, I'm breaking this down for y'all. Is this all, is this all right? Am I taking too long? I mean, we can cut it off. If I'm taking too long, we can stop this right here, right now, because I'm just trying to make sure y'all get this. All right, here we go. Shell Bay is in here. Handbones are keep going. Tim's are keep going. I, I, I just want people to make sure that they're saved. Now, the new commandment that Yahushua gave is to be included in the Ten Commandments and the Double Commandment. He said, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Is there anything wrong with that commandment? We are to obey the Ten Commandments completely and follow the example that Yahuwah the Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach, had with Yahuwah the Father in his obedience to do whatever the Father asked him to do. That's the breakdown. of the, Just love one another as I've loved you. And there's no greater love we can have, he said, than we lay down our lives for one another. That's why all of us in here that don't know each other personally, that come in here and contribute and we share, 
We hit the share button. We get in the True Scriptures Project. We go over to TSNT.org. We're helping out, getting the project up there. Like these messages y'all send in. You know, that, that that's the love. That's a, that's a greater amount of love than even with our wives and our husbands and our children and our family. He said, you got to love one another. If you don't know, if they call on the name of Yahuwah, that's the most important people. Yahushua HaMashiach clearly stated in Matit Yahu, 721 through 23, that many would call him master, but he would tell most of them, away from me, I never knew you. Then he explains at the completion of verse 23, that a person doesn't know him because of this. They practice lawlessness. The law he's speaking of is the Ten Commandments. If you practice breaking the Ten Commandments, Yahuwah the Savior, which is Yahuwah HaMashiach, right? Says he will tell you, I never knew you. Get away from me. You are a worker of lawlessness. So it's time to deal with the truth. So are you ready to really start seeking Yahuwah first? Oh, we done plowed the field up now. We done plowed the field. We done plowed the field. Now we got some good seed in my hand and I would love to plant it in good ground. So your heart should be tilled up now. Your soul, your spirit, your body should be fully tilled with what we've done thus far. So if you're ready to start seeking Yahuwah first, we're going to plant this good seed in you. If you're ready to humble yourself today or tonight, wherever you're at, and know that you're in right standing with standing standing with Yahweh. You got to be in right standing with Him. If so, it's important that you start with admitting that in some shape, form, or fashion you've broken every one of the Ten Commandments at some point in your life. Now, below you're going to receive a clear understanding of His Ten Commandments. Then you'll be given the choice to repent of breaking them and to stop practicing breaking them from today forward. You must agree to stop practicing lawlessness, breaking the Ten Commandments. Then you will be shown how to call on his name to receive forgiveness from breaking the set-apart law, the Ten Commandments. Finally, we'll show you how to receive eternal life through Yahuwah's precious and set-apart name. You'll learn how to be immersed with sign name baptized into the name of Yahuwah so that you will receive the promised gift of the set-apart spirit the set-apart spirit, Yahuwah, Ruah. Are you ready? If so, let's begin. Go, moving into Yahuwah's grace by repenting of breaking his Ten Commandments first. We will be detailed on the first few commandments as this quickly clears up most of the problems we have, by the way. Once a person makes up their mind to repent of breaking the first four commandments, which gets to the heart and minds in the true love, gets our hearts and our minds in true love with our creator, Yahuwah, the other six commandments just go right into place. So if you're ready, I'm going in. First commandment, I am Yahuwah, your Allure, who brought you out of the land of Matsri, sign name Egypt. Out of the house of bondage, you are to worship no other Allahim, sign name gods, besides me. Explanation. I took the time to give y'all an explanation of this. 
we went ahead and wrote the first words from the creator is I am Yahuwah, your Lord. This means that he is clearly telling you not just what his name is, but he is Yahuwah and that Yahuwah is the Aluah, which means the only mighty one, the creator of everything. He is ready to deliver you out of the misery, your current or future misery, and deliver you out of the bondage of sin, breaking his commandments. The condition, though, is for you to repent of having other Allahim in your life in some fashion at one point or another. So examples of other Allahim, sign named gods, before your face against Yahuwah is if you've ever give any credence to Jesus. Oh, and that kind of unique. We're talking about this on Christmas. You participated in Christmas at all? You a sun god, Jesus, Jesus worshiper. You got to repent. Allah, Buddha, Krishna, money, careers, people, including husbands, wives, children, mother, father, brother, sisters, relatives, friends, employees, co-workers etc. You put any of these before Yahuwah, you got to repent. That means some of y'all got to make a decision about some of these relationships y'all are in that don't have Yahuwah first. It's up to you. Yahuwah's giving you a shot. He's giving you his grace. You got to repent from these holidays that are of pagan origin, including Christmas, which is for a fact, sun god worship and Easter, which is for a fact, fertility goddess worship, along with the other host of pagan originated holidays. They go on and on. Valentine's Day, Halloween, Thanksgiving, 4th of July. Isn't that funny? July. It lies. And any other thing which you put before Yahuwah, the creator, at some point or another is a sin. What are other Allahim? Well, it includes Roman days of the week. Pagan Roman days of the week. Did you know that all seven days of the week on the current global Roman Catholic Gregorian calendar are named after pagan Allahim? Most are not aware. Most will be shocked to find that they've been paying homage to some other Allahim that puts them in direct conflict with the creator and only Allah, Yahuwah. The following explains clearly where the days of the week come from. The original seven-day scriptural week was corrupted by Satan and man at the Tower of Babel. See Bereshit chapter 11, Genesis chapter 11. It became the Alua-Lesin city, a.k.a. Babylon, which is the world is under now, by forgetting the first four commandments and birthing the ancient astrological pagan notion that the seven observable celestial bodies, the sun, the moon, Mars, Mercury, Jupiter, Venus, and Saturn, were really Allahim revolving around a stationary earth. These Allahim, sign named gods, were falsely said to control and greatly influence what happens to humankind daily, and that each of these celestial bodies fully controls the first hour of each day named after it. Did you know that? Did y'all know that? Daniel told me, yes, right, Daniel. I'm going hard in the paint on this one. 
gosh. Yahuwah told me, he said, man, don't you let up. He said, go as long as you feel it. Save some people. Did y'all know that these pagan days of the week are other Allahim? Did y'all know that? This system was brought into Hellenistic Greek-ruled Egypt from Mesopotamia, which is Babel, a.k.a. Babylon. See the beast in Hazun, Revelation 13, where astrology had been practiced for millenniums. Amazingly, this continues today as the scripture prophesied it would in 2 Tashlanakim. Remember, we learned that yesterday. Thessalonians 2, 3 through 10. I'm giving y'all the stuff. Yahuwah talking through me. I'm typing through my fingers. And this stuff is lethal. In 321 AD, Emperor Constantine grafted this astrological system onto the Roman calendar, made the first day of this new calendar week uh, a day of rest and worship for all and imposed the following sequence and names on the days of the week. Dies Solis, Sun's Day. Dies Lunae, Moon's Day. Dies Martis, Mars Day. Dies Mercury, Mercury's Day. Dies Jovis, Jove's or Jupiter's Day. Dies Veneris, Venus's Day. Dies Saturni, Saturn's Day. Did y'all know that? Still under it to this day. Constantine worship. This new Roman system was adopted with modifications throughout most of Western Europe. In the Germanic languages, such as Old English, most people don't know that English comes from Germanic, German language, with French factions. That's what makes up the English language. The names of four of the Roman Alahim were converted into those of corresponding, corresponding Germanic Alahim. Sign name guys. Therefore, in Old English, we have the following names with their modern English developments. Sunindag, Sunday. Monindag, Monday. That's Moon's Day. Tuesday, Tuesday. Woden's dog, Wednesday. The guy Woden, like Mercury, right? Thunra's dog, Thursday. The guy Thunor. Or Old Norse, Thor's dogger, influenced the English form. Frigadog, Friday, the goddess Frigg, like Venus, the goddess of love. Saturn's dog, Saturday, Saturn's day. What y'all gonna do with this? What y'all gonna do with all this paganism that we've allowed to come into our lives? Huh? Somebody say tear it down. Tear it down. This pagan system of naming the days of the weeks after other Allahim puts the entire world into a crazy predicament, especially when you think what Yahuwah says in Shamud, Exodus 23, 13. Be careful to do everything I have said to you. 
Do not say the names of other Allahim. Do not let it be heard on your lips. So if you choose to obey Yahuwah and stop putting all these other Allahim before your face and off your lips, then it's time to repent of breaking this commandment. This doesn't mean necessarily that you will not slip from time to time or have to communicate with someone who doesn't know better, but you will make a conscious effort to, to let Yahuwah help rid yourself of putting other things before him. Why do y'all think we're so off the charts about the calendar? Huh? Why do y'all think we're so off the charts about the calendar? Because we, the real people of Yahuwah, we can reestablish the right way and it will be done with or without any of us. Yahuwah's going to do it. I choose to have him do it through me. There's going to be a time, hopefully in my life, we're going to be done with this Gregorian calendar. Also, just look at the pagan Allahim that are put on the first eight months of the year and decide if you want to continue to pay respect to these other Allahim by continuing to mention their names when you say that month. In Shamut 2313, what does he say? Again, be careful, do everything I've said to you. Do not say the names of other Allahim. Do not let them be heard from your lips. This is simple and straightforward. Keep in mind, saying these names to tear them down as an idol is acceptable. We see this when the prophets went to tear down Baal. Because some people hear me say, they hear me, they'll hear me talk about Saturday, Sunday, Monday. But I were rare, I only said to tear it down. I'm here to tear it down. What you here to do? I'm here to tear it down. But if I can, I'm going to say 0123. I'm going to do the I'm going to do the numericals. But if I got to communicate, if I got to if I got to deal with the word Tuesday, I'm going to put T U E lowercase in parentheses most of the time. If not all the time. Because I don't want to give it its day and pay homage to it. Because I'm in the process of tearing this stuff down. Is this helping all of y'all? Did y'all know that the first eight months that you've been forced to follow are named after Allahim making you commit treason against Yahuwah? So think about the next time you say the following months when you say January. You're giving homage to the Roman Alahim Janus, also known as the Alahim of doorways, entrances, gateways, thresholds, and beginnings, and therefore used for the opening of the new year. Pagan. Everybody knows that the new year is not in January, but they're going to force it. February was used as the last month. It used to be the last month on the Roman calendar. They just flip flop around when they want. And you got all these people saying, oh, no, no, man, the, the calendar's never been messed with. It's been on a continual seven-day pattern since the history of time. We're going to observe Sabbath from Friday to Saturday. Pagan worship. They don't even get it. Pray for them. On the 15th of the day of the month was the pagan festival of purification to February. And so this month came to be known as February's month. The day before that and the day after that, Ides was a holiday to honor Juno, the Allahim 
son named Goddess Juno, was the queen of the Roman gods and goddesses. <laughs> and also known as the Allahim of women and marriage. Was it a coincidence that the nasty Emperor Claudius II, Claudius II arranged for a priest named Valentine to be clubbed to death and then beheaded on this day? That ain't a very happy Valentine's Day, is it? People don't even know that the day was named after a murderous occasion. <laughs> what y'all gonna do with what I'm teaching y'all? Is this helping anybody? March. Next time, remember, when you happen to say March, you're giving homage to the Roman Allahim, Mars, known as the Allahim of war and the guardian of the state. This used to be the first month of the ancient Roman calendar. Oh, they flip that around. You want to know why they call it the first month? Because they were trying to keep it in line with the real calendar. Oh, yeah. April, considered a sacred Roman month for the Allahim Venus. The name April is from Apru, the estrogen, borrowing of the Greek Aphrodite, known as the fertility Allahim. Alternatively, it may stem from the Latin Apiri, to open as so many buds and blossoms happen during this month. May, this is from Maya, known as the Roman Elohim of earth, honor, and reverence. She was the wife of the Vulcan, mother of Mercury by Jupiter, and the daughter of Atlas. Now, when we say the mother, the these are all figments, made up stuff. June, the chief Alahim, Juno, wife of Jupiter and queen of the heavens and Alahim. Some birthday cakes y'all like to do that I used to like to do. You go when you do when you blow the candles out for the that, that cake is for June. That's that cake is for Juno. Did you know that? June became another popular name for girls. <laughs> July. Named after the death of Julius Caesar in 44 BC to defy, to deify, I should say. They wanted to deify, make Julius Caesar a god and immortalize his name. And guess what? They pulled it off thus far. Julius Caesar was a tyrant who killed hundreds of thousands of people who would not bow down to him. He was quoted as saying, quote, I am a god by saying that he was Caesar Christos. Oh, there's that word Christos as in Jesus Christ. Yeah, the Christos, the Caesars, the, 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 the popes. Do you want to pay respect to him? I don't, think, I don't think you would. August, named after the, in 8 BC, after Augustus Caesar, that adopted the adopted heir of Julius Caesar, the first Roman emperor, 31 BC to 14 AD. Augustus Caesar was a tyrant also and killed hundreds of thousands of men, women, and children. And he was quoted as saying, quote, I am a God by saying that he was Caesar Christos. Do you want to pay respect to him? We wouldn't think so. All right. Did we break down this first commandment or not? <laughs> Did we break down the first commandment?
All right, so how do you get out of this predicament? Solution, I'll give it to you right here. Just say, Yahoo, I'm sorry for having other Allahim before my face and commit today to stop willingly and knowingly doing so anymore, even if I didn't know it. That's it. Just apologize to Yahuwah right now and do everything in your power to get this out of your life. Second commandment, you do not make for yourself a carved image or the likeness of anything that is in the heavens above or on the earth or that is in the waters of the earth. You do not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, Yahuwah, your Lord, am a jealous Allah, mighty one, visiting the crookedness of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me. Yahuwah says when you got an idol, you hate him. Them crosses means you hate him. Them steeples on them church buildings means you hate him. But showing love and kindness to thousands of them that love me and guard my commandments. That's us. We're bringing it back. Explanation. The second commandment is tied closely to the first commandment. This means you are not to worship any carved image, idol of any kind. This includes any type of statue or any crosses, fish symbols, steeples. What's everybody got going today? Two billion people. Christmas trees. He says, you hate me if you put a Christmas tree in your house. You, you, Yahuwah says, you hate me. And he says, I'm going to visit your crookedness on the third and fourth generations. That's why some of us are in the middle of breaking these curses. And some of us have done it because mama and great grandma and granddaddy put the Christmas tree in the house. And Yahuwah said, I'm going to tear it up. I'm going to keep you under a curse generation after generation. By the time you get to your third or fourth generation, if the curse ain't broke, and you bring another Christmas tree in the house, I'm going to put it on three more, four more. You go ahead and put a cross on your neck, on your car, in your house. You got an image up of some fake savior, I'm going to put another three or four generations on your house and in your generations. Yahuwah hates it. He said that you hate him when you do it. So he's going to show you some stuff right back, a curse to the third and fourth generation. So this includes Easter bunnies, birthday cakes. Got to put that in there. Because that's to the queen of heaven. This also includes any personal items that you really covet, like your homes, your cars, your boats, your jewelry. Anything that you treasure more than Yahuwah. This means nothing that is made is to be put before the love of the creator Yahuwah. So if you don't mess this up, which every one of us has messed it up, I got out of that. I got out of this fire. Woo! Man, I ran out of this fire. I said, Yahuwah. And I broke it. That's why my son, he is the seed of me breaking the curse. And all of y'all can do this. Just say to Yahuwah, if you've done this, which all of you have, I'm sorry for having idols in my life. And I commit today to stop willingly and knowingly doing so anymore. That's how you break it. That's how you come into right standing with Yahuwah. Third commandment. You do not bring the name of Yahuwah, your Lord, to nothing. 
For Yahuwah will not leave one, the one unpunished, who brings his name to nothing. Sign name vain. This is the funny part. Wait till, wait, wait till you see this one. Look at this comedy. Hold on, I'm getting my battery going. Wait till you see this comedy that old King James tried to pull off. I'm busting King James right in the mouth. Y'all know it. I'm busting King James right in the mouth. Yeah. Y'all ready? Get ready to bust King James in the mouth. Explanation. You don't bring the name of Yahuwah, your Allah, to not. It's very important to understand what the definition of vain is. This is how I'm going to bust King James in the mouth. King James, you ready to get busted in the mouth? He says, no. Guess what? I'm busting you in the mouth anyway. With some blackberry juice. Most think vain means blasphemy. But that's not true. How many of y'all heard your grandparents whatever say, don't blast you ask blasphemy if you say the Lord's name in vain? Here's the clear definition of the word vain. Vain defined as meaningless, useless, of no effect, without real significance, value, or importance, baseless or worthless. Now that you know Alua's name is Yahuwah. You must not treat it as meaningless and useless. Well, what about King James? The translators. What about these people? They took his name out almost 7,000 times and then replaced it with a pagan word and words. Almost 7,000 times. You mean it? These translators, are they, most of them died. They're going straight in the fire because they're cowards. First, I'm just telling you, they got to go in the fire. You listening to them. If you've been reading this and you, and you get all pompous and mighty trying to quote scripture, which is based on the King James Greek nonsense that is filled with bringing Yahuwah's name to nothing. You see, from now on, you are especially choosing not to cover his name, his name with titles such as God or Lord. You will never refer to Yahuwah ever again as God or Lord, ever. If you do, you have committed a violation of this commandment. It is through his name. Yahuwah, that provides the gateway to come into his presence and receive salvation. Y'all ready? How do we correct this with Yahuwah? Just say to Yahuwah, I'm sorry for taking your name in vain and commit today to stop willingly and knowingly doing so anymore. I will uphold your name from now on, Yahuwah. I don't want no problem with you, Father. And this is a good thing for me. Fourth commandment. Remember the Shabbat day, Sabbath, to keep it set apart. Six days you should do all your labor, do all your work. But the seventh day is a Shabbat to Yahuwah, your Allah. You do not do any work on it. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger that's within your gates. So we got people visit your house. Say, you can't come to my house if you're not going to observe the Shabbat with us. 
Otherwise, go get a hotel. Some of y'all don't have the courage to say that. That's why Yahuwah said you're going to go on the lake first because you're a coward. You come to me in Lena's house. I don't care if whatever your religion is, you are not going to break the Shabbat in our house. Ain't going to happen. And I've had a couple situations where people freaked out. And I just said, well, y'all got to leave. All right. Explanation. The Shabbat day is the seventh day of the week on the real calendar. It didn't say every seven days. It said the seventh day. What determines when the seventh day is, is the moon. That's, what the, that's what's going to tell you the real seventh day, every new moon. Otherwise, take the new moons out of the scriptures all the hundreds of times. It's not the first day of the week. And it's surely not, no, I'm going to say it's surely not the first day of the pagan calendar week, Sunday. It's not the every Friday to Saturday evening. It's paganism. That Friday evening to Saturday evening is paganism from the pit of hell. Satan has expended much energy into having many believe that Sunday or Saturday's day, which is they call Saturday, is the Sabbath day. Yahuwah is clear and commanded us to remember the Shabbat day, to keep it set apart. The creator Yahuwah made the Shabbat for us to remember his creation and for us to rest. He knew the human beings would run themselves in the ground. Many health problems have occurred because the whole, as a whole, we've broken this commandment. And an important key to keeping the Shabbat is to know the real calendar. So it's on our site. So go to appointed times on promote the truth. Just hover over it. You'll see the calendar of Yahuwah. And scroll to the bottom till you learn how to keep time. Satan has spent a great deal of time deceiving the world by influencing leaders to change the calendar. The real calendar is based on the lunar, moon, solar, sun calendar as stated in Barashit, Genesis 1, 14 through 18. Learn to use the lunar solar calendar so that you will know the exact day when the real Shabbat falls on each month. It's very simple. Just rest on the seventh day of each week based on the real calendar. Teach your family about and focus on Yahuwah on that day that he said is set apart and you're going to be blessed. So almost every one of you, especially new people, you, you done broke the heck out of this one because you don't even know how to keep accurate time. And we know we were in the same predicament. So what we had to say is Yahuwah, just say Yahuwah, I am sorry of breaking the Shabbat and commit today to stop willingly and knowingly doing so anymore. Now this one's going to be a sign between you and him to show that you're really his. Because some of y'all going to let work get in the way. Some of y'all going to let traditions get in the way. And you're not going to see eternal life. That's why he said broad is the gate that leads to destruction narrow is the gate that leads to eternal life. That's why he said it. He knew that the Shabbat was going to be a big deal with the broad. Many people going right in the lake of fire because they cannot observe the Shabbat the right way. They're lawless. They want to do it their way rather than Yahuwah's way. I love the Shabbat. It ain't no big deal for me. 
Ain't no big deal there. I'm like, man, that's simple. And I love it. It makes me rest. Hallelujah. How we doing? All right, fifth commandment. So we took care of the first four commandments, which is where Yahusha said, love Yahuwah with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's how you do it, what we just covered. We just covered how to love Yahuwah with all our strength. If we do these first four, we got what Yahusha said. We got it. Now he says, love your neighbor as yourself. So let's go. Honor your father and mother so that your days may be prolonged on the land which Yahuwah your Lord is giving you. He wants us to honor our mother and father. Now pay attention. I'm going to teach you some great stuff here. Pay attention. Respect for our biological and spiritual parents is commanded by Yahuwah. You notice I said spiritual parents? There's, there's the word, like, for, for a lot of y'all, I'm a spiritual parent to y'all. Right? Because I'm bringing you the word in a very parenting manner, an eldership manner. Show honor for that. Like, I show honor for those that taught me. And the biological parents. Man, I got a message from my dad today. I wish I would have recorded it, but Lena got, he sent Lena a text. My dad watched the replay of yesterday, and he said, son, I knew someone right with the church. You saw me having conflict because my grandfather was a deacon in the Baptist church, and my dad was going back and forth with the pastors, but he couldn't put it all together. He said, my seed of what I started went to you, and now you got it. He says, son, I'm so proud of you. He goes, if nobody in the world's got your back, I want you to know that your earthly daddy's got your back. And I want to encourage you, you keep going. Can y'all believe that? Now, my daddy don't talk like that. But he told me, and he said, the reason you went through the attacks you went through, and even with the problems you, with your mother try to have with, it, with, with you, because she don't follow Yahuwah. He goes, you do, and Satan's trying to use all these different things to get you off the track. Don't stop, son. My daddy said that to me. Today, he said that to me. You want to know why? Because I honor him. The highest and most honorable thing you can do for your biological father and mother is to follow Yahuwah, our Lua, with all your heart, mind, and strength. That's the greatest honor you can give him. This will result in a natural respect for your biological mother or father. We must, however, remember the Savior's words in Matit Yahoo sign named Matthew 12, 50, when he says, for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother, sister, mother, parent. That's who really is. But we understand we got to be respectful here. This is important so that everyone understands that Yahuwah the creator is first. And everyone must honor him first and foremost. Yahuwah is our ultimate parent. Also, it's important for parents. Listen, parents. It's important for parents to take heed to Apasaim, sign name Ephesians chapter 6, that tells parents they must be in Yahusha, the master if they expect their children to honor them. Go read it. First couple of verses right away in Ephesians 6. 
going to tell the parents, don't make your children bitter. You got to be in me. See, that's that fulfilling that Yahushua brought. No child is obligated to follow a parent who is not willing to accept Yahuwah as their savior. To follow, not honor. There's a difference between you honor them with respect. Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Not to follow their evil ways if they don't get it. You got to see Matit Yahuwah's sign name, chapter Matthew 10, 30, 10, 34 through 38, where he said, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring division. Yahushua HaMashiach, now Yahuwah the Savior, said that homes would be divided because of him. So be respectful, honorable, but do not, but you do not have to follow the ways of parents who dishonor Yahuwah. Now, if you broke this and you've been arguing with mom and daddy, you cussed them out, yelled at them, immediately you got to say to Yahuwah, I'm sorry for dishonoring my father and my, and my mother. And I commit today to stop willingly and knowingly doing so anymore. Just be cool with them. I'm cool. My mother and I won't hardly ever talk. But I'm cool. I'm not messing with her. I'm honoring her by doing what I'm doing with y'all right now. Sixth commandment. You do not murder. Do not murder anyone. You don't say. Now watch. Because some people say, if somebody breaks in my house and try to hurt my family, and then I shoot them, is that murder? No. Murder is going out intentionally taking somebody's life without any reason whatsoever. But you can protect yourself. Do not murder. That's the key. You know, they, they misquote and say, do not kill. That might be sometimes you got to kill somebody to protect your family and yourself. But you're not going out to murder nobody. Also, the scripture says that if you've ever had unwarranted hatred towards someone, you are guilty of murder. See first Yahoo Hanan, sign named John 315. So listen, don't have unwarranted hatred. Just be hating people for no reason. That's murder. Most of, most of us at one time or another, we've had unwarranted thoughts of hatred towards someone for whatever real weird reason. So it's vital that we repent immediately of breaking this commandment or we're going to be found to be a murderer. So guess what? We do. Yahuwah, I'm sorry of being considered a murderer and commit today to stop willingly and knowingly doing so anymore. Seventh commandment, you do not commit adultery. Pay attention. You do not have sex with anyone that you are not married to. Yahuwah the Savior. Yahushua HaMashiach took it a step further when he said that not only having sex with someone that you're not married to is adultery, but if you look with someone with lust that leads you into temptation, you got to get the scripture right there. Because some of y'all are going to look at some people because they look good. But if it leads you to get mesmerized or where you're like, oh, yeah, oh man, I wish I could have them. Now you done went too far. You went too far. Then you committed adultery in your heart. So almost every one of us did this at one time or another. Just say to Yahoo, I'm sorry for committing adultery against you. And I commit to stop. I commit today to stop willingly, willingly and knowingly doing so anymore. Eighth commandment, you do not steal. Don't steal anything. Yahuwah, the creator, richly blesses all that are his. Matit Yahoo, signed in Matthew 6, 31 through 33. We are to depend on him for all of our needs. So there's no need to steal. It doesn't matter how small an item is that has been stolen. 
Even cheating on a test is stealing an answer. And most of us for sure did that. So if you've stolen anything, including an answer on a test whatsoever in your life, then you are considered a thief, someone who's stolen. Thus, you've broken the commandment. Stealing only reveals that person's lack of faith in Yahuwah to provide. Yahuwah is the way maker. His promises are that he will pour out a blessing bigger than we've got room to receive. So test him and see it. Did y'all see what, what Robert Palzik put in? Did y'all see what we dropped in today? Did y'all see it? Robert Palzik's testimony. I got to do this one. I'm taking my time. We're going long because I got to get this straight. Robert Palzik from Budapest, Hungary. We dropped it in the, in the uh, Telegram channel. He said, I got a testimony related to donating to the TSNT project, so the True Scriptures project. In the business I'm involved in, we receive commissions weekly. During the summer, earnings are usually lower, and then in September, it typically starts to get better. However, this September was especially weak, and in October, it became a little better. Then came a live event where Jay announced the decision to start collecting contributions to accelerate the translation of our TSNT project. It was past midnight for us here, in Hungary, I felt that I should help as much as I could. I thought I'll send a thousand dollars and then I'll send another 500 each week until I get to platinum. There was some issue with the payment on the end. So I guess he double clicked and two payments of a thousand went through. Lena asked me if she should return a thousand dollars to me. So I remember Lena reached out and said, I am, I'm going to refund you this other thousand because you did it twice. But I told her it didn't matter as I was planning on sending more money anyway. Yahuwah wanted it, wanted it, wanted it this way. He said, Yahuwah wanted it this way. Over the next few weeks, which I can document if anyone is interested, my weekly earnings from an, went from an average of $4,000 a week and jumped to $7,000 a week and then $12,000 a week. And then the last week of November, it was over $20,000 a week. Some might say it was due to active promotions we were doing because it was the peak season. But I know it was a sign from Yahuwah because this has happened to me many times in my life. Whenever I felt a call from Yahuwah to give, I received confirmation and blessings quickly. That's why I know it was Yahuwah's will. And I know he wanted me to testify about it. I didn't want to say this on the Zoom as I don't want anyone to feel bad for not being able to contribute as much to donations. But I'm sending this testimony to you so you will know how and how much to share it. Robert Powell. What y'all think about that? Huh? He got up to 20000 a week. He said he was at 4000 a week. Now, he's a strong businessman. He got five children, I think. And guess what? He says, he says, I've made a lot and I've lost it all multiple times. He goes, but I got right with Yahuwah. Yahuwah is stacking me back up. Yahuwah wants you to be in abundance. What's that, my man? Uh, Hensley, right? Hand bone. Is that Timothy Hensley? He said, hey, he decided to contribute to the True Scriptures Project, which is that's rich soil. 
He said somebody, what'd you say, Hambo? He said somebody ordered a water and something else. He said it was like about a $30 tab. He said it was an appetizer with some water. And then they gave him a $100 tip. It must be waiting tables or something like that. And said that he ended up getting $400 in that one night. Yeah, who is ready to bless you beyond your wildest dreams? But you got to get this poverty thinking, stealing, lack. You know that stealing's attached to lack afraid. You got to get it. We're going to teach people in the kingdom of Yahuwah how to make some money and feel great about it because we got to bless people. We got to take care of orphans. We got to take care of battered women and children. We got to help get this earth cleaned up that Yahuwah so beautifully put together for us. We can't do it with no minimal mindset. That's stealing from Yahuwah. Thinking low is stealing from Yahuwah. That's how I feel about it. All right, I'm going back in. Ninth commandment. You do not bear false witness against your neighbor. Have you said something about someone else that is not true or ever been involved in gossip? You could be sitting there and you got your friends talking trash about somebody that you know is not right. You just violated the ninth commandment. You're involved in bearing false witness. This commandment is simple. Do not lie or gossip on anyone. Stand for the truth. Promote the truth. This includes upholding your word. See Talim, sign name Psalms chapter 15. Be a person of your word even to your hurt. You give somebody your word, do it. If you can't do it, you got to get permission from them to break that agreement. Otherwise, you got to go over and beyond. Don't you get prideful and make up excuses. You're going to violate the ninth commandment. You're bearing false witness because you said you're going to do something, didn't do it. That's bearing false witness. Whatever you say you're going to do, do it. And you will be blessed for doing so. And if you broke this commandment, just say to Yahuwah, I'm sorry for bearing false witness against someone at some time in my life. And I commit today to stop willingly and knowingly doing so anymore. All right, we're down to number 10. The 10th commandment. You do not covet your neighbor's house. You do not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox or his donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. It's so funny that the 10th one is the root that usually causes you to break all the other ones. Do not be jealous of anything that anybody else has. Be happy when somebody has something that you don't have at the moment. You may get it in the future. Be content with whatever you have. See Pilipanim, sign name Philippians 4.11. If you want something like someone else has, be willing to work hard enough to get what they got. Nearly every one of us at one time or another has felt envious of another person or their possessions. There is literally no reason to covet because Yahuwah the Savior, Yahuwah HaMashiach, says that whatever you ask for in his name, that's why you got to know his name, and his name is not Yahusha. Many of y'all ain't getting blessings because y'all keep calling him Yahusha, and he's Yahuwah. That's the only name. He said he'll do it. See Yahuwah, sign name John, 
1414. <clears throat> the key that unlocks this powerful message is to know him. The only way to truly know him is to know what to ask for. And to know what to ask for is to love Yahuwah. So you're going to learn what to ask for by loving Yahuwah with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. This teaches you faith, patience, and the correct work ethic to accomplish the things you ask Yahuwah for. When you do this, you will have no need to covet, be jealous of anything else. So if you've ever done this, how do you fix it? Just say Yahuwah. I'm sorry for coveting and commit today to stop willingly and knowingly doing so anymore. Now, did we go through? Now, that's how you repent. You got to walk down through that thing. This is how you really repent. This is how they put your name in the book of life. You go examine these commandments. You look at these commandments and you walk down through them. And you scrub them. What I took you through was a scrubbing process of the scriptures. Now, if you repented of breaking all of Yahuwah's primary 10 commandments and his three summary commandments, then the above completes true repentance. Praise Yahuwah. Some of y'all have done it through the process of me going through this. Some of y'all going to watch this about 10 times. Some of y'all going to go back and forth. Some of y'all going, do not delete this one, Jay. Please don't delete this one. I got to get this straight. This is probably the most important video of your life. No, this is the most important video of your life. If you want to know that you know that you know that you got eternal life, this is the most important video of your life. So if you've done this, it's time for you to now receive eternal life by calling on and being immersed into the set-apart name of Yahuwah. This is the exciting part. This is the good news, the Bashura. This is the unmerited favor of the of our master and savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Now, Yahuwah, we don't deserve eternal life. We're the ones that committed the sin. We broke Yahuwah's law. But Yahuwah, the savior, paid for our sin. That's what grace is, getting something you don't deserve. But Yahuwah loved us so much that he made a way, and it's the only way. That way is through repenting, which you should have done from reading above. And now you got to call on the set-apart name. Now, in the original scriptures, it says, call on him is kara. The abari, the Hebrew word is kara, which means... To shout out, some of y'all be like, JB shouting a lot because I'm doing the kara. To shout out his name loudly with extended hands of praise. You're going to have to kara, Yahuwah. Here's a simple way to call on his name that you will understand. And it was given to us by our forefathers thousands of years ago. It's called the Shema, which means listen to Yahuwah. Shema means listen to Yahuwah. The fifth book of, I got to fix that, Lena, make a note. That's Basha, not Moshe. Y'all can tell I wrote this, I wrote this back in 2007. I try to clean it up today. I got a couple things I missed. That's one I missed. It's Masha, which means 
The rescuer is Yahuwah. Did you know that Yah that Masha, Moses' name means the rescuer? He's here to rescue you. AKA Dabarim. I gotta fix that one too. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. And it goes right along with Acts 2:21. Just say this out loud. If you don't know what to say, this is a Shema. This right here is a Shema. <laughs> Come on, Hambo. He know what to do. Seven times. Watch. This is what you do. You say, Yahuwah. You can read this. You ain't got to memorize it. You can read it. Print it out, though. Put it somewhere. Look at it. Remember this. This will set you free if you mean it. Yahuwah, I have just repented of breaking your commandments. And my heart is now ready to be immersed completely and saturated in you. Yahuwah, you are my allure. You are my only allure. I will love you, Yahuwah, my allure, and my savior with all my heart, with all my soul, and with all my might. I love you right now. Woo! I can't hardly even get through this. I'm going to start crying. I'm going to start crying, y'all. This Shema is off the hook. I believe that Yahushua HaMashiach died for my sins and that you, Yahuwah the Father, raised him from the dead and that you, Yahushua HaMashiach are now alive in heaven. You have been given the name above all names, and that is Yahuwah. I ask that you immerse me with yourself. Yahuwah, the set-apart spirit, I call upon you seven times. Do it seven times. With all you got. I mean, Yahuwah! Yahuwah! Do it seven times. You get to that seventh time, give it all you got. Yahuwah! Why? That's a Shabbat. That's, that's an oath ceiling. The seven times. This is old, ancient stuff I'm teaching you right now. This is ancient, ancient, ancient. I receive your forgiveness for all my sins. I receive your set-apart spirit now, filling my heart, mind, and body. Thank you, Yahuwah, for giving me your spirit and eternal life. I thank you in the precious, eternal, set-apart name of Yahuwah. My Lord and Savior. You just did a Shema. <laughs> T.I. Pryor said, my neighbor's going to call people on me, but I'm going to do it anyway. That's right. My neighbors thought I was nuts. I did this prayer with all I got. This is a Shema. Listen to Yahuwah. Masha. Let us this way. The rescuer is Yahuwah. What y'all going to do with this? I'm so tore up. I don't know which way to go.
Let me see if I can get through this. <laughs> I'm almost done. It is also a great, it is also great to go immerse yourself in water. Why? To follow the example of Yahusha HaMashiach. You can do this by yourself or have someone assist you. Just simply find some water. Get in the bath, the shower, the pool, the pond, the lake, the ocean. And thank Yahuwah for forgiving you of your sins. I'm going to clean some of this language up. Y'all can tell I just came fresh off of coming here with this. Go down under the water, come back up with an hallelujah, which means praise to Yahuwah. Receiving Yahuwah as your personal savior is the only way for you or anyone to enter into eternal life with the only allure, Yahuwah. It is the only way to enter into a covenant fam into the covenant family of Yahuwah. The only way it is given to us in many places in the set apart word of Alua, Yahuwah. But the above is directly out of Mahashim, Acts 2, 36 through 38. What I just took you through with that Shema, that covers Mahashim, Acts 2, 36 through 38. Which is the first invitation for salvation that was preached to the followers of Yahuwah, the Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach, just after his resurrection. The scriptures confirm again in hundreds of places like Barashit, sign named Genesis 4.26, Shemut, Exodus 20, Yeshi Yahu, Isaiah 42.8, Yuol, Joel 2.32, Yahuhanan, John 1.12, 3, 16 through 18, 17, verse 3, 20, 31, Ramayim, Romans 10, 5 through 15, and all the way to Revelation, the revelation of Yahuwah the Savior in Hazum, Revelation 3, 3 through 12, 21, 1 through 8, 22, 22 and 4, chapter 22 and 4. So if you made the choice to repent, turn to Yahuwah's commandments, and then called on and got immersed in the name of Yahuwah for eternal life, then please send us an email to info at promotethetruth.com. We'd like to congratulate you. We'd love to hear from you. We'll give you some clear steps on what to do next with your life. This page, I cleaned it up some tonight, has been out there since 2007, family. This page. Since 2007, that page has been out there. Y'all, we've been going two hours? <laughs> I didn't know because I got the big screen up. That page has been out since 2007, and we've received hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people saying, I went through that. And all of a sudden, after 2007, we got to around 2010, we started seeing multiple sites pop up. And more sites pop up and more people we could see the language they were using was the language that we were writing and teaching. So I praise Yahuwah for putting the call on my life. And I'm thankful to myself for having the courage to accept his call. Because I know I could have chose a different way. But I give myself a hand, and y'all should give yourself a hand, every one of you that had the courage to follow Yahoo. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You got to make your mind up. So, that's it. 
James Harvey said, are you saying the word is saying, asking, yeah, Yahuwah. Yahusha is not here anymore. Go read, y'all got to get this straight through your head. Yahusha is not on earth no more. And Yahusha only means Yahuwah is salvation. And there is only one name given among men by whom we must be saved. And you got to listen to what Kappa said in, in Acts 2.21. He said, all who call on the name of Yahuwah shall be saved. Paul said it in Romans, Ramayim, Romans 10, 13. All who call on the name of Yahuwah shall be saved. They were quoting the prophet, you all, Joel, in, in Joel 2, 32. All who call on the name of Yahuwah shall be saved. Yeshua Yahu 43, 11. Yahuwah said, I'm the only savior before me. There was no other. After me, there will be no other. Zachariah says that it was Yahuwah that was pierced. I should do that one next. You got to make a decision. Who is Yahusha? Yahusha is Yahuwah. So call on the name of Yahuwah. I walked y'all through salvation. I took a couple hours to do it. If you with Yahuwah, you with it. If you're not, you're not. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you if I take that kind of time. Now what I want y'all to do, I want y'all to support the True Scriptures Project. I want you to help other people get this salvation, get this message. We have got to crush this King James mess. We got this is trash. We got to crush it. The only way we crush it is through the True Scriptures Project. If you go over to tsnt.org and you contribute anything, there was somebody yesterday gave six dollars. I know that what that meant to that person. Somebody gave six dollars. They like man. Then we had other people. They hit the platinum status. I mean, it was amazing watching what, what I like to watch how Yahuwah moves on people to get them to do his work. So I brought y'all the word of Yahuwah tonight. We got a big project going on in Yahuwah. It's at TSNT.org. It don't matter. We've had people do, I think as little as you can do is $3. If you get to the package level, which you got to the 31st. Now listen, and I'm wrapping this up. We got to the 31st to complete this Phase three. Our goal is to have phase three done by the 31st. <clears throat> we're making some moves, but we're not close. So we need everybody here that loves Yahuwah, that loves the way we're teaching, because the way we're teaching is the way we're translating. Love you too, Daniel. Love y'all so much. The way we're teaching is the way we're translating. And the true scripture is going to make this so clear for the world, but we got to have the resources to do multiple things, to open up time for people. And we've got to go market and get this into the hands of people all over the world. We got to do strategies. I just got a vision. They're going to go in all the hotels. I got a vision with a note, with a QR code that leads people back. Can you imagine if they see this video? What if we QR code? This video back, we put that inside the true scriptures for a while. And everybody, everybody who's wanting to know how to get salvation, they're in hotel rooms, they're out on the road, truckers, right? And all of a sudden they hit that QR code and they come back here because they got that true scriptures. Man, I feel good about that, y'all. Y'all feel good about it? So let's run. You hear what John said? We got to run. So go to tsnt.org. Everybody, 
Do something. You got to get your people. You got to coordinate. Y'all got to galvanize right now. We got to get phase three done before the 31st. It's on my heart. Let's get phase three done. Let's go into this pagan first of their pagan year and knock out phase four within the first, within the month. If we do all that, we can speed things up crazy. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. I'm going to be back here tomorrow with some more fire. But I think we tore down some idols too at the same time. We, we, we took the time to walk people through true repentance and how to get immersed into Yahuwah's name so that you receive the promise. I love y'all. See y'all tomorrow. I mean, and when I see y'all, I'm probably going to do something extra special tomorrow because <laughs> this was so fire today. I got to probably do something extra special tomorrow. What y'all think? Should we do something extra special? We'll do it. Love you.